Welcome to My Fair Katie, a film review podcast. I, Katie Schimmick, will watch movies with my dad. That'd be me, Scott Schimmick. Together we will dive into sometimes deep but hopefully always fun discussions of classic films. Today's movie is Downhill Racer. How fast must a man go to get from where he's at? I think it's representative of the movie, but I wouldn't go see it. Especially <laughs> if it had that ugly dude in it. <laughs> we'll get to that. That's the only one I got, though. I think it's kind of a, a neat tagline. I think it says a lot about the movie without giving anything away. Made in 1969, Downhill Racer was directed by Michael Ritchie, who also directed The Bad News Bears and Fletch. Robert Redford stars as the Downhill Racer, David Chapelet, and Gene Hackman plays Coach Claire. Small-town skier Dave Chapelet has just joined the U.S. men's downhill ski team. The European powers dominate the slopes. Only Johnny Creech has the respect that Dave craves. Dave does not believe that Coach Claire is looking after his best. Regardless of these obstacles, Dave is able to achieve skiing success. He eventually lands among the first seed with Johnny. Although Dave does ultimately win races, he's disqualified in just as many with his all-out approach. Coach Claire has a love-hate relationship with Dave, as he knows Dave's talent will bring in much-needed funding to the team, but his arrogant attitude has alienated Dave from the rest of the team. Dave's attitude comes from his distant relationship with his farmer father, who does not understand why Dave is not getting a real job. Dave also has an inferiority complex from growing up without money like his teammates. He is a jerk that pushes away everyone that cares for him. Heading into the Olympics, Creech is hurt, leaving Dave as America's best hope. At the Winter Olympics, Dave has one of his best runs, beating the Austrian champ in the top contenders. He is surrounded by fans and teammates in the finishing area. However, on the course, an unlikely German skier is having the run of his life. The fans fall quiet, and Dave takes notice, watching nervously. As the German approaches the end, he crashes, and Dave wins the gold. So Downhill Racer is not on any of the AFI lists. It got an 84 from Rotten Tomatoes, a 60 from Popcorn, an 89 from Metacritic, and a 6.4 IMDb. That Metacritic is an outlier there, don't you think? Yeah. It's pretty high. It was nominated for, get so many Oscars. The Ugliest Actor? (gasps) I was just kidding. (laughs) All right, let's talk about Robert Redford for a minute. What's your problem with Robert Redford? (laughs) Widely considered to be one of the handsomest men in Hollywood movie history. He's ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Why do you find this very handsome man to be ugly? Because his eyes are really small and too close together. (laughs) And his nose, he has a weird side profile. Is it... Is it that you just don't like him as a character? That you find him ugly on the outside? No, because he's ugly. And in... Butch Cassidy and Sundance, ugly? Yeah. Okay. We're not talking about old man Robert Redford from no, the Avengers. I don't even know. Wait, he's in the Avengers? He was a secretary of the... Oh, I always fall asleep in those movies. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I just want to tell you, that's a hot take. It's a scalding hot take about Robert Redford. But, hey... To each his own, right? Mm-hmm. So Sylvester Stallone is handsome. Very. Robert Redford 
It's not. No. Okay. I just want to make sure I had it right. All right, earmuffs. There were some, uh, let's say, amorous scenes, a bit of kissing and such. Um, no naked people, but they were naked under the sheets, towels, whatever. Several uses of the D word. That's about it. A little bit of drinking. So this is where we usually talk about the historical background. But rather than talking about that, I would like to touch on a little bit about the Karate Kid where we talked about historical background and the hero's journey and how that was a big part of movies in the 70s and 80s and 90s, that kind of journey of of the hero in the sports movie. Here, this is more of an anti-hero. And so who's our hero in the movie? Dave. Dave, right? And is he a good guy? No. No. And so an answer here in the movie is the protagonist, but it's somebody that you don't really like, which has become very popular, in especially peak TV, with Tony Soprano and Walter White from Breaking Bad. Tony Stark. Or uh, is he likable? <laughs> is he likable to some people? I guess he can be likable, yeah. Oh. But of all the Avengers, he would be the most. I mean, he's the biggest jerk of the Avengers, right? So, he's not a good guy. Let's 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 talk we get back to our hero conversation. He's not a good guy. What makes him a bad guy, or what makes him not a good guy? He's mean to his dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is he really mean to his dad? No, but like it's uncomfortable. Yeah, his dad's kind of mean to him. Yeah, but that's deserved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's mean to the women around him. Mm-hmm. He's mean to his coach. Yep. He's mean to his teammates. Yep. He's, uh... He only um, dated the the girl because of her car. <laughs> well, in fairness, it's a very nice car. Look, like and... a 68, 911, yellow, beautiful car. And when she was happy, he wasn't happy for her when she was, like, talking about her Christmas party. So he cut her off with the horn. That was a real jerk move, for sure. Yeah, he was being a real big baby. And instead of just pouting quietly and, like, blowing the horn, it was a real jerk move, for sure. Yeah. So now he doesn't get to drive the car anymore. That's a shame. But he, he's an Olympic medalist, so. Yeah, but his dad doesn't think he's getting any money, so. <laughs> I know he doesn't get paid. Back then in the Olympics, you didn't get paid. There was no prize money, and you couldn't participate in professional sports either, so you couldn't enter into races to win money before the Olympics. You what? couldn't get paid to do sports. Back in the 60s and 70s and even the 80s. Why not? Because it was an amateur competition. Mm. So that's why we talked about this with the Dream Team. Why uh, we always send our college students over is because they were amateurs. And so in basketball, for example, we would send our college men over. And they would be playing the Russians, the Soviets. And they would always have this you know, amateur team of professionals, right? Mm-hmm. That would be career 
basketball players, but they didn't get paid for basketball. They got paid for being in the army. Just like the uh, hockey team. Remember in Miracle? Yeah. The hockey team. Those were all like grown men going against these college kids. Yeah. We didn't have like the NHL players. We had kids from, you know, BU and Wisconsin and, Mm -hmm. you know, different colleges. Cornell. And those guys were like in the prime of their playing careers, 28, 29. The Russians. So yeah, that uh, that's a good point about his dad. He didn't didn't have any money or way to earn money, and his dad was a blue collar, hardworking man. He didn't really respect that. Do you think it was fair of his dad not to respect and support his dreams? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that seems pretty harsh. Shouldn't you support your kids' dreams? What they want to be, what they want to do. Not if they're jerks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's good to know. For I'm Lily. just saying it's good to know. That's all I'm saying. For Lily. No, <laughs> Lily is not a jerk. <laughs> Most decidedly not. Yeah, but she's not around you, and then I get blamed. All right, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> so, what choices would you have made differently? If you were Dave Chappellet, you'd be nicer to your dad. Mm-hmm. It's important to be nice to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he's being a jerk. <laughs> what about from a racy perspective? Would you have been... Uh, I would have listened to my coach. Would you? Yeah. Probably should have. All right, Katie, so what time is it? It's time for Daddy Don't Know. What don't Daddy know this week? I only have three facts. Um, <laughs> this one's kind of funny. So ten days before filming, the star Robert Redford accidentally drove a snowmobile over a cliff, tearing his tendon and requiring several stitches in his knee. Ouch. I'm surprised they let him ride a snowmobile. Why wouldn't he be able to ride a snowmobile? Because what if he, like, like hit his face? Oh. Just before they started filming the movie. <laughs> it just would have been hard to film the movie on time. It would have cost a lot of money to delay the schedule. Yeah. Especially considering they had, like, it wasn't even in a studio. It was, like, snow. Because they filmed a lot of that, I'm guessing, on location. Maybe you'll tell me. But it looked like it was all in the Alps. Um, The next one is... The movie poster was ranked number four of the um, 25 best movie posters ever. Really? By whom? Um, by Premiere. Really? In August 2016. What were the top three? All right, so what were the top three? Um, the first one was All About Eve. The second one was Anatomy of a Murder. Oh, I like that poster. That's a good poster. And Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Oh, that's an amazing poster. So what does the Downhill Racer poster look like? It's of Carol and Dave kissing, and then underneath it's like white mountains, and then it's him on the mountains. Let me see. That's a very interesting poster. Boy, I don't know if I'd put that as a top ten poster of no. all time. Neither would I. No, but it's... Uh, I know it is, it is. It is pretty good, but it's not. 
I know that Vertigo is that good. I know that for, Forbidden Planet is way better than that. Forbidden too. Planet, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Vertigo is number twenty-five. When I googled the posters, um, the the German one is Shish Fart. That's the name of the movie, Shish Fart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. And then the last one is costume designer Edith Head had begun to work on the film in the spring of 1967 when her contract with Paramount Studios came to an end. Mm -hmm. It is debatable how much of her costumes were in the movie. Well, let's talk about that when we get to the costume design. Don't let me forget. Okay. Okay. So just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you have to be a bad guy. Who was the bad guy in the movie? Him. (laughs) So who was the antagonist in the movie? Who was the character in the movie that was preventing Dave from The Austrian guy. The Austrian guy without any lines? Yeah. Well, what about this? What if Johnny was the antagonist? Creech. Yeah. He was actually a really good guy, but he was the number one U.S. skier. Mm-hmm. That Dave had to pass. I think that, um, I think that, um, Dave is an even worse person because I bet he knew that um, it was dangerous and that he shouldn't have raced him at the end, but he decided to anyway so that he would get hurt and that he would win gold medal. <laughs> Do you think that uh, Tanya Harding watched this movie? Who's that? Oh. Is he a skier? No. <laughs> Tanya. Is she a skier? No, she was an ice skater, a figure skater. Oh. And back in the 90s, there was this scandal where Nancy Kerrigan was the number one U.S. skater and Tanya Harding was the number two U.S. skater. And some strange person in a mask ran up and hit Nancy Kerrigan in the knee with a pipe. Turned out it was Tanya Harding's husband. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A little bit more direct than just challenging in a dangerous situation. Yeah. Although, if it was so dangerous, okay, I just played devil's advocate for a second. If it was so dangerous for Johnny to go down, wouldn't Dave have been putting himself at risk as well? Yeah, but what if he knew that he was going to beat him or something so that he was trying to mess with his confidence? Do you think that Dave really thought that Johnny was better than him? Hmm. Probably not. He probably thought that he was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he thought he was the best. Yeah. Even his first race, he thought he was the best. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what was the setting of the movie? The Alps. The Alps? Yeah. It was a beautiful setting. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. And even the part that wasn't in the Alps was in Idaho. That was beautiful, too. Summertime in Idaho? Yep. Was it important to the setting of the story? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of hard to have a movie about skiing without the Alps, right? Yeah. Or Idaho. Or Idaho. Idaho's very important. Well, this is good skiing in Idaho. I know, I'm just saying. All right, what'd you think of the uh, filming and cinematography? It was good. Did you like the skiing sequences? Yeah. I remember this is a movie from 1960s. So it's, I thought it was really good action. Yeah, me The too. skiing. It was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. I loved the one scene where they did the entire run 
basically in first person. They did yeah. cut back to his face a couple of times, but they showed the entire run all the way down, and a lot of it was from the perspective of the skier. Yeah, uh, that the, was cool. That was really good, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. There was some other good stuff in there, too. They showed the the scenery of the mountains a little bit. Um, so I thought that was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the copy we watched was a Criterion copy, and it was, I don't know if it was remastered what they did, but it looked really good. So how about the music of the movie? <laughs> I didn't like it. No. <laughs> Did you like the groovy version of Moon River at the bar? No. <laughs> no, I didn't either. <sighs> special effects? Were there any special effects? Mm, I don't know. I think it was all just stunt work with the skiing, right? Yeah. There was... Oh, there was this, the surgery. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, and yeah. Do you think that was a real surgery that they filmed? No. Or do you think that was actually like a makeup thing? I think it might have been a real surgery. It looked pretty real. Who would want to get like filmed getting surgery? I don't know. To be in a movie. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but why not? It's not like they showed his face or anything. It's just like the inside of his leg bone. Ew. (laughs) I forgot to mention that in the earmuffs part. Probably, you know, if you're squeamish, you should close your eyes for a few seconds there. Probably. Okay, so we've come to costume design now. So Edith had designed the costumes, apparently. What did you think about the costumes in the movie? Hmm. I feel like they were pretty straightforward. Really? Except for the goggles. The goggles? Yeah. What about the Carol's outfits? When she was wearing clothes. I don't really remember that. Like what her outfits were like. So it didn't make an impression on you? No. Do you like that late 60s fashion in general? Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. So do you have any uh, unanswered questions or does, nitpicks? Yeah. Does his dad accept him now that he would, like won a gold medal? That's a good question. But you don't see that many skiers in commercials. And if he's not allowed to make money like, oh. and be in the Olympics, how is he supposed to make money? You don't really anymore, but you used to. The Olympics used to be huge for getting people into into commercials and Susie Chapstick totally did commercials. She was an American skier, Susie Chaffee, I think it was. But she did commercials for Chapstick and she'd be like swish 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 and then she would pull it out and she goes, I'm Susie Chapstick and she'd put on some chapstick, you know, swish 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 down the mountain. <laughs> I remember that from the seventies. Susie Chapstick. So yeah, he would have gotten commercials. But he after only winning won gold. Once. Only once. And he's ugly, so I might not want to put him in commercials. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's so very handsome. He would have gotten lots of commercials. For makeup. With makeup on him, is that what you said? Yeah. No, I said for makeup commercials, like makeup to make his, you know, like or like, like um. You know, there's like medicine that you can take to give you no wrinkles. Like something that makes you look He didn't better. have wrinkles? 
I know, I'm just saying, like, something that makes him look better, like, before and after. <laughs> before and after. <laughs> yeah. Before he's Robert Redford and after he's Paul Newman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, maybe he could have gotten one of those. Wrinkles. Let me see. See the top of his forehead? His forehead, I mean? He's just smiling. Those aren't wrinkles. Those are wrinkles. You know, my mom had a huge crush on Robert Redford. She would have picked Robert Redford over my dad any day, I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing that she didn't, though, because you look like Grandpa. Is that good or bad? Good, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, fine. So you're saying that my dad is better looking than Robert Redford? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't think my mom would believe that, but whatever. All right, the big picture. He has a really big nose. <laughs> <sighs> Are you done Googling pictures of him while we finish yeah. up here? <laughs> okay. Big picture. What's the message of the movie? It's called Bushy Eyebrows. <laughs> Stop it. What is the message of the movie? The meaning of the film? That even if you're a mean person, you can still win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> does that still hold up today? Yeah, I guess. I guess it does. Uh, so overall in cinema history, where are you going to drop this one? Mm. I like the movie. I just didn't like the main character. So probably yeah. top like 70 or top 50. Really? Yeah. You thought it was that good? I haven't seen 50 movies. You've seen way more than 50 movies. Yeah, but some of them are tentacles. <laughs> and Avengers movies? Yeah. <laughs> You've seen about 50 of those. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. It was pretty good. It was mm -hmm. a very quiet movie. Yeah. There was not a montage. No. We'll get to that. There wasn't a montage. But there... There wasn't much talking, and there wasn't. It made you. Uh, it made you pay attention. Because it didn't give you everything. You had to kind of earn it to know what was going on. Mm -hmm. And it was important what was going on. Like you had to pay attention to, you know, all the different seasons and how he was progressing and what his relationship was with people because they didn't talk about their relationships. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, I thought it was pretty good, too. All right, and the Katie goes to the Odessa Steps Award for the best scene. I've got three nominees. They're all skiing scenes. <laughs> the first one is the first race that we talked about that was, like, the first-person GoPro-type mm -hmm. one. Uh, number two is the head-to-head -head race that you mentioned where Creech gets, gets hurt in a crash. And number three was the winning race, where he wins, and then he's there at the end. I would include that as part of the scene, too, where he people's mobbing him, think he's won the gold, but then it's like, oh, wait a minute, look at this German guy, and then it's and then it kind of ends as soon as the German guy crashes. Did you like the way it ended? Yeah. I just wish the other guy won. <laughs> I know, but, well, then he didn't like the way it ended. No, I don't like that. Did you like that he, you didn't like that? I like that he was rewarded for it, but then instantly, like instantly, it was this other guy is now the new guy that's trying to take my place. Yeah. And so he finally reaches 
the figurative top of the mountain. <laughs> and instantly, it's all like the rugs pulled out from underneath him. Yeah. Maybe he will beat him next year. Or yeah, I mean, I think that was... Four years. <laughs> I think that was saying was, for the next four years, he's in trouble because this guy is gunning for him. Mm-hmm. All right, so did you have any other nominations for best scene? No. And the Katie goes to, like, the GoPro scene. The, the first yeah, race the first. down the hill? Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. All right, this goes to 11 for the most over-the-top moment. I've only got two nominees. It's a pretty understated movie. My nominees are uh, Coach Claire's speech, where he's putting him in his place in the hotel room. And the other one I have is when he's being a big baby about Christmas. Car. Yeah, and yeah. blows the horn. And... Yeah, and that one. <laughs> the kid goes to the car one. The big baby scene. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thomas Mitchell Award for the best side. I've got Carol. Well, I pretty much nominated everybody who had a decently sized role. Hmm. Creech. And then the dad. I do have one that I think is my favorite, but I don't want to. Mine's Creech. Yours is Creech? Yeah. Who's no yours? other nominees? No. Who's yours? Mine is the dad. Well. Not that I liked the dad the most. I didn't want to hang out with the dad the most. But as a character, I really liked the dad and the tension and I thought that he was really good and I would like to have seen more of that yeah but the kid goes to Creech okay <laughs> I knew that you would pick the dad you always pick the dads no I'm just kidding <laughs> I don't even know what that means <laughs> okay it's the pictures that got small the best quote you never had any real education did you all you ever had were your skis and that's not enough That was Coach Clary. This one is the dad. Well, I just hope you don't end up asking yourself the question some folks ask me. What's he do it for? I like that one. Because that one little line, he's he's asking him what's the point of doing this. But he does it in a way that makes it so much more of a dig in that everybody's asking it. Without me personally asking you. And without... Like, make it a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. It's a very cutting line. It's, I thought it was really good. And then the last one is actually from, like, the assistant coach. It's like uh, when he's talking about to Creech about Dave not being a team guy. He says, well, it's not exactly a team sport, is it? Oh, I liked that one. Was that your favorite? Yeah. So the Katie goes to, well, it's not exactly a team sport? Yeah. Okay. There wasn't very good quotes in this. No, because there wasn't a lot of talking. Yeah. All right, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Who's the winner of the movie? Mm, Carol, because she didn't have to date him anymore. <laughs> she kind of dumped him. Yeah, she walked away. Yeah, she stood him up at Christmas. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of like that. Mm-hmm. She was way too pretty for him. <laughs> All right. Half a dozen eggs for the rating for the montage. No montage. No montage. So we give him a zero. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry about that. Even Pride of the Yankees had a montage. Even Newt Rockney had a weird montage. <laughs> All right. 
Want to have a catch? The cryability. Four, because you have to look at him the whole movie. Come on. <laughs> um, zero. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to feel emotional about a guy you really don't like, isn't it? Yeah. All right. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Should this movie be remade? No. No? No. Could it be remade? Yeah, but... It, but. Could you remake it in, with today's sensibilities? More in tune with today's culture? Or would it not fit? I don't think so. I don't know. No? Well, if you would remake it today... What changes would you make? Mm, I would make the Austrian win. <laughs> uh, would you make Would you make Dave crash at the last second when he's going to win the gold? Yeah, yeah, I'd make him. He's crash. about to win the gold and he crashes at the very last second. Yeah. <laughs> would you want him to get hurt too? No, no. Oh, okay. Just Maybe not win not. the gold. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know if you're being like really mean. Or just, no, I'm not. You didn't want him being rewarded for being a jerk. Yeah. All right. If you did a remake, what role would Chris Pratt play? He wouldn't be in the movie because he doesn't. He doesn't need to be around him. <laughs> he doesn't need to be around him. No. <laughs> so you wouldn't make him Creech. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'd make him Creech. Or the coach. No, he's too young to be the coach. Yeah. Or maybe the roommate, like oh, Dave, because yeah. he was like nice and funny, too. Kind of. Yeah. All right, that's a wrap. Brief takeaways from the movie. Um, it was my first time seeing it, and I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't like Dave either, but I do think Rob Redford is handsome. <laughs> and I think if you enjoy a good character study of a film... And don't mind the anti-hero coming out on top. Uh, I think it's worth watching. Especially if you like skiing. It's good ski action. I but thought it was a good movie. I just don't like um, the way the actor looked. Um, and I don't like that he was rewarded for being mean. Okay. So do you recommend it to anybody? Yeah. Who do you recommend it to? People who ski. Just people who ski? Yeah. Everybody who skis? Mm, if you don't mind a mean person winning, then I guess you should watch it. It's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> All right. Say that's a wrap, Katie. That's a wrap, Katie. This episode of My Fair Katie was written and produced by Scott and Katie Schimmick. A special thanks for our music to Marty Chardy Esquire, the best IP lawyer on this side of the Hudson. <laughs>